thanks for checking out this message from Springmount Church. For more information about us and what we do, visit our website, springmount.church. Why not check out all the different groups that run throughout each week in Barrow and on Walney? And join us every Sunday from 11am at Salt House Pavilion in Barrow Infernos. If you would like us as a church to pray for you, please email prayer at springmount.church or sign up on our website for monthly news straight to your inbox. It's been a week this morning and uh, I can go back to the time in Springmount up there on, on the top of the hill there where you found out you'd got this building. I was preaching that morning and it was just great to be there. As you found out you got the building and you had to dismantle it and so on and so forth. But it's great to be here this morning to share with you one or two things from the Word of God. Now, Johnny texted me, and he told me a lot would be away, uh, the wedding and that, but thanks for coming anyway, and we're going to have a good time this morning on the Word of God. He gave me the subject, but God. I thought, what am I going to do with that? But God, I think it's but God and Noah. So he said my subject would be but God and Noah. So we're going to read from the Word of God this morning, and we're going to read, first of all, from Genesis chapter number 6. Chapter number, just one or two verses here. Verse number 5 said this, The Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become, and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. Now get our heads round this verse. The Lord was grieved that he had made man on the earth and his heart was filled with pain. Now that's putting words that we can understand that God was grieving and God was looking at what he had made and the mess that men and women had made of what he had made and he said, in our terms, I wish I hadn't bothered. Grieved feeling sorrow, a bereavement in the heart of God, and his heart was filled with pain about what he saw. And he decides in the, in the, in the passage that we're going to read on that he decides to stop it and start all over again. That is how much pain God felt in the heart as he saw what we people had done with his creation. There was perversion, there was sin, there was disobedience, there was no thought for God, there was just selfishness, greed. And God says, you know, I'm going to start all over again, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Noah, this man who walked with God, the word of God says, now Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked with God. In a dreadful circumstances made by people, Noah walked with God. And he was righteous in what he did and what he said. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, was full of violence. And God saw how corrupt it was, verse number 12, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God says to Noah, 
you want to build an ark, 450 feet long and 75 feet wide and 45 feet high. You know those pictures you see in the children's comics, children's books, I beg your pardon, of a lovely wooden ark? There's always a giraffe sticking out the roof, isn't there? Have you noticed that? There's always a giraffe with its head going, and a couple of rhinos, you know, whatever, lions and that. I once talked to a naval architect, I used to work in the shipyard, I used the word work loosely, and um, the naval architect there, and he looked at this, and he said it was probably shaped like a Toblerone. Other chocolates are available, but tobler and triangular. So the base was very broad, and the length was in proportion, and the height was okay, and it was probably just designed to float and not to collect water, but to shed water off it. That's what he said. He was an evil architect. I wouldn't argue with him. But he was fit for purpose. Why? Because God designed it. 450 feet, 75 feet, 45 feet high. Three, 35 and 3 in proportion. The perfect vehicle to save humanity. And God says, Noah built that ark. And the word of God says, Noah did everything just as the Lord commanded him. Then the Lord said to Noah, chapter 7, go into the ark, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous. I have found you righteous in your generation. God looked down and he could see nobody except Noah that was right with himself. Now, I can see some of you here, English is your second language, yeah? Okay. I don't envy you learning English. There just are no rules. In fact, the only rules there are is there are no rules about English. I before E except after C when the sound is E, except in this and this and this and this and this. If I were to say to you the word B or W, Bo. Sorry? Bow. But bow. You see, if you go and meet the king, you don't take a bow, do you? You don't take a bow and... and if you go to an archery place, you don't take a bow. You take a bow. Oh, the English language. Nightmare. Why is it always a U after Q? Why? I don't, I don't get it. Why is it that word means this and, and you, the same amount of letters means something else? And oh, dearie me. I worked at the man in the shipyard again, a lovely man from Argentina. He, he came to me one day, he says, What is donkey, donkey, donkey? I said, Pardon? What is donkey, donkey, donkey? I said, Donkey. A donkey's not, a donkey's not, no, he's not an animal. Donkey, donkey, donkey. I said, donkey, where did you? I go to this party and I hear donkey, donkey, donkey. I mean, yeah, just what I look like. What? I said, what? She says, oh, donkey, donkey, donkey. Oh, I said, I said, that's the okey-cokey. <laughs> he said, what is okey-cokey? He said, I've got no idea. <laughs> oh, man, he says English. It's a nightmare. And he was, it is. 
You think you've got it right, and then you look at it again, you've got it wrong. Because it's bow or bow, if does a dog go bow, whoa, or bow, wow, I'm not sure. You see, it all depends where you come from and the context of the word as whether it's right or not. So English is a nightmare. God's not a nightmare. God gets it right. And what God says is right is right. God doesn't change among the circumstances. God doesn't change from one sentence to another. God is God. And God looked down from heaven and he saw that everybody on earth was, was doing wrong and it was all violence and horrible. And, and God says, I'm going to disappoint. But Noah found grace in God's eyes. Noah was righteous in his generation. And God used Noah to prepare the ark of God that was going to protect and defend and save the people of the earth. For 120 years, Noah built the ark. For 120 years, Noah preached a righteous message to people. And by faith, Noah built that ark. And then at the end of it all, God said to Noah, right, come on, Noah. You've built the ark 450 feet long and, and 75 feet wide and 25 feet high and it's all, it's all right and true and good and it's ready, it's prepared. And the word of God says that Noah did all that the Lord commanded. The ark was ready. The ark was fit for purpose. And the time would come for God's judgment on the earth. We sat in Cornwall a few weeks ago, a place called Borecastle, and we were having one of our many cream teas. Oh. <laughs> You'll lay them, I'll sell them. Yeah, okay. So, and we were sat there, you see, on this terrace, right? We ordered a cream tea. Is it jam first and then cream? Or was it cream first and then jam, depending whether in Devon or Cornwall? Us English were crazy. And I looked up. And above the window, next to where we were sitting, there was a little green plaque. And it said this. The height of the floods in 2004. And I'm sat on a chair looking up, 10 feet. That was the height of the water that swept down the valley and ruined and devastated Borecastle. And they had rebuilt it. But there was something about this incredible flood in 2004 that made them put a plaque on a wall just to remind us of the awesomeness of that flood. That flood was nothing in comparison to the flood that God sent in Noah's day. There was a layer of water around the earth and there was water under the earth and God was holding them back and then God unleashed, unleashed all that water in judgment on the earth and water came cascading out of the sky and water came surging up from underneath the dry ground and the whole world changed. Now, Borecastle changed in 2004, but they rebuilt it. 
And the whole world changed when this cataclysmic flood from God came down in judgment on the world as it was at that time. And God said to Noah, Noah, come inside the ark with your family because in seven days I'm going to send and unleash on this world my judgment in flood and water. And Noah went into the ark and the word of God says, if you read it, God shut the door. Not Noah, not his three sons or their wives or Noah's wife, but God shut him in. And the ark was built to God's standard and God's specifications of certain wood and certain dimensions. 120 years in the building, 120 years of preaching and warning people in righteousness. And by faith, Hebrews 11 says, Noah built that ark and God shut him in because Noah was found righteous in God's eyes. And we can discuss and debate the right way to pronounce bow or bow. But when it comes to what God says is right, we need to listen to what God says is right. And we need to understand that without God intervening, we cannot be right with him. Noah, by faith, walked with God. And God says, you're righteous in my eyes. It's what I say is right that matters. You know, in your house, it's what you say is right that matters. Yeah? Because you own the house. And somebody might want to come in and start ripping wallpaper off, if you've got wallpaper. Or tearing up the carpet, if you've got carpets. And you're going to say, hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know I said come in and make yourself at home. But I didn't think you were going to redesign the joint. And you would say, no. It's my house. Well, God says, no, it's my house. It's his world. It's his universe. And God, the eternal God, has chosen to reveal himself as father. How dare we compromise what God is choosing to describe himself as? God is right all that he says is right all that he does is right all that he wants is right because he wants the best for us and God looked down from heaven and he saw one man Noah and he was righteous because he walked with God by faith and by faith he re he built that ark and by faith he brought judgment on people because of his righteousness and because they disobeyed him Noah what are you building Building an ark. Why are you building an ark? Big boat. Why? 450 feet, 75. Wait, why? 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 Because God's going to send rain. Noah, what's rain? Water out of the sky. <laughs> Pardon? Water out of the sky. <laughs> Noah, you flipped. You're a crazy man. Never happened before. So it can't happen for the first time, can it? No, no, you, you, you're crackers. And then God said, no, it's time. I am going to judge this world. Noah, come into the ark. For seven days he was in the ark. 
And then God unleashed, like I said before, and the word of God tells us, he unleashed on this planet the deluge that was going to change the planet. And suddenly, the whole of the planet Earth population realized that God meant what he said through Noah. And there was judgment on the earth. And only those in the ark were saved. Only those inside the ark were saved from the judgment that God unleashed on this world. And God was right in his judgment, but he provided a way out for people through the ark. And people didn't listen to Noah until the judgment came. And then it was too late. You see, friend, when God says something, he means it. And God remembered Noah. In chapter 8 of Genesis, the word of God says that the, the 40 days of rain, 150 days of the water uh, settling and finding its new levels in the new world with mountain ranges different and, and oceans different and so on. And 150 days coming down and Noah sends out a, a, a dove and so on. But God remembered Noah and all the white animals and those in the ark, every other living creature had died. The birds, the men, the women, the boys, the girls who had rejected what God had said. They all suffered judgment and they all sadly died. And it must have been a catastrophic event. As those floodwaters surged up and the waters came crashing down. And only those inside the ark were saved. But God remembered Noah in the ark that he had built to God's specifications. You see, it was God's judgment and it was God's salvation that meant people didn't have to suffer the judgment. Jesus spoke about Noah. It's amazing what Jesus spoke about, you know. I suppose really Noah's Ark is one of the ridiculed things by those that know, ah, Noah's Ark, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there's a, there's a story of a flood in every, in every culture. Do you know that? may have a Noah in it, but there's always the culture somewhere that tells you about the flood they had. And you also saw about Jonah, three days and three nights inside the fish, and they're the two things that people ridicule, really. But Jesus spoke about them. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus spoke about, listen, he says, just as it was in the days of Noah, Life was going on, people getting married, people getting jobs. Life was going on. Just as it was in the days of Noah, when that righteous man preached about God's judgment and God's salvation, so it will be when the days are coming of the Son of Man are coming. Exactly the same. We're getting married, coming together, having jobs or living. Life is going on. Life will always go on because that's the way that it is. No. Just as there was judgment coming in the time of Noah, my Bible tells me there's judgment coming to this world one day at the hands of Almighty God. And when Noah came out of the ark, he sensed the raven didn't come back. He sensed the dove and it came back and he sensed the dove again. It came with a, with a leaf in its mouth. God had shown Noah there was a, a new way of doing things. 
and God put the rainbow in the sky. And he made a promise. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, will never cease. God's promise. And God puts the rainbow in the sky when the rain falls and the sun shines through it and there we have the rainbow that tells us that God will never flood the earth again. And there will always be seed time and there will always be harvest. God will meet the needs of our planet in spite of our disobedience. But the word of God tells us there's a day of judgment coming. And Peter writes about this in his first and second letters. And he refers again to Noah. And as he writes about it, I just want to notice this morning, please, that life will not always go on. First of all, this is 2 Peter chapter 3. First of all, you must understand the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires scoffing at what God is saying, scoffing at the fact there's a righteous God, scoffing at the fact that God is going to judge you. Ah, that's never going to happen. They will say, where is this coming? Where is this coming? Ever since our fathers died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens existed and the earth was formed out of water and by water. By these waters, the waters also of that airtime were deluged and destroyed. By the same word. By the same word. The present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men, people. And we are surrounded in our society by people who say, God will never judge this world. God is love. It's all God is, love. He won't judge us. He won't condemn us. He won't find us guilty. He's love. He's, he's going to do that. He'll never judge this world. The word of God says that he will. And just as in the days of Noah, the only place was inside the ark, the plan that God had so for you and me as people, the only safe place in God's judgment is in Christ. Amen? The only safe place is for me to put my heart and soul and all that I am in the hands of Almighty God through faith in Jesus Christ. That's the only safe place but God found Noah he remembered Noah and when judgment comes and it will I want to tell you this morning that I'm glad I'm going to be in Christ because when you're in Christ there's no condemnation there's no judgment why because Jesus took it all. Noah, trust in my plans, trust in my provision. I've got two minutes and 18 seconds left. Listen, if you forget all that I say this morning, that doesn't matter, but remember this. 
God's salvation is in Jesus. And nobody and nothing else. The word of God says this. God made him, that's Jesus, who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. It doesn't matter what I think about the English language. The only one that matters is the man that marks the paper. I've done the test. And friends, this morning, it's great to be here with you at Spring Mount. It's great to be sharing with you. But God will judge this world. And there's no appeal from that judgment. But God has provided a way of escape. It's not found in a lifestyle. It's not found in a book. It's not found in some weird and wonderful thing we have to say and repeat over and over again. It's found in Jesus. And by faith in Jesus Christ, you and I can be made right in God's eyes. You want what the family thinks, or your parents think, or your kids, or your workmates. It's what God thinks that matters. And by faith in Christ, God says, listen, rotate, overweight, overage, under whatever, you're right with me. God says, I'm right with him through my faith in Jesus Christ. If you don't know Christ this morning, you need to get to know him. And Christian friend, if you're not living for him now, it's time we did. Because judgment is coming. At the end of it all, I want God to say about me, well done, overweight, overaged. But well done, good and faithful servant. But God, there's judgment coming, but God has provided a way out for every individual that wants it. May God bless his word for our hearts this morning.